Hello, James here, and yes, you have dialed into the James cast. As unusual as it might be for me to have a few words with you before we start the podcast, it really is kind of important that, one, I thank so many of you for signing up to the James Cast website, www.thejamescast.com. Thank you very much, and, and keep doing so. Second of all, I thought we'd make this podcast a little bit different. And as you know, typically what I do on the James cast is I repost some of what we do on Podaholics. So on these podcasts, I thought, why not include some of the pre-roll? Give you a little sense of the conversation we have before we start. It's kind of fun or not, but you can you can just fast forward if you get bored. So that's what we're going to do this time around on the James cast. Yes, you're going to get all the great programming that we usually put together, but a little bit of the pre-roll. And also, I had a wonderful conversation with Marilyn Zakor. She is from Beirut. She's here in Dubai. She's doing some great things. But she has a message that she would like to share post Beirut explosion. And I think it's really important. So we've also included that here on the James cast. Look, enough of me talking. Let's get to it. Here's Marilyn and the James cast follows. Hi, my name is Marilyn. I'm the host of who run the world podcast and I'm Lebanese on August 4, 2020 at 6 7 PM. Beirut was rocked with an explosion that shattered the entire city. After Hiroshima and Nagasaki, this is the third biggest explosion in a city in recorded history. Countless lives were lost, hundreds of homes brought to the ground, and 300,000 people are displaced. We urge you not to normalize this in your minds. This is not normal in the Middle East. This is a human catastrophe that deserves global attention and support. Lebanon had already been battling with hyperinflation, more than 60% unemployment, and the coronavirus. People can't afford to buy a loaf of bread, let alone rebuild an entire city. If you can spare any amount, no matter how small, there are many ways to donate. Please go to lebanoncrisis.carrd.co slash hashtag donate. It'll link you to trusted NGOs like Impact Lebanon, the Lebanese Red Cross, Beit El Baraka, and so many others that are doing the real work on the ground. The link once more is l-e-b-a-n-o-n-c-r-i-s-i-s dot c-a-r-r-d dot co slash hashtag donate. Beirut needs you. Its people need your help. Please don't turn a blind eye. Even $5 can go a long way. Doing it again. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is twice today. Twice. You know what? You, you are normally such the yeah. ultimate pro. That I'm loving the fact that's two mess-ups in one session. I'm proud of you, James. Yeah. You're normal. <laughs> Podaholics is what you're listening to. The We Will Fix It show with Colin Thomas from We Will Fix It Dubai. Essential Maintenance Dubai. My name is James Pikeaway. Yeah. We're recording now. <laughs> I love it when you mess up. It's the best thing ever because you are the ultimate pro. <laughs> it's like twice, twice in one morning. I'm it's really like proud of you. Well done. A, Welcome to a, normal world. 
I'm going to put a post-it note up here. Well, okay. So let's pick up where we left off. Here we go. If you've been listening to this show, which everyone does because, and actually, hold on a second. I got, uh, I got, I got, listen to this. Let me just go and find this message. I got a great message that talks about all of these shows that we've, we've been doing. And I'm pretty sure that, that there's a whole element of, of this is talking about your show. Oh, that's worrying. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh, if I've upset you in any way, <laughs> I'm guilty as charged. So here it goes. He says, uh, good doc talk. I heard on the way home. I heard Colin from, uh, I, I guess that's Glenn, from the car talk say, I know a lot. He's wrong. I pale in comparison to Glenn. Great show, you guys. Break up my drive home. The We Will Fix It helps to understand all the things I need to revisit as duct tape seems to not be a repair method that is approved of by Colin. And <laughs> The fact that I don't officially approve of it doesn't mean I don't do it. <laughs> and he goes on to say, you know, Tech Talk, I'm absorbing stuff, but hey, thanks for the Podaholics podcasting. And, you know, this is, this is kind of fun because where we're going as we're, we're thinking about this particular show is it's, it's a nice culmination almost of almost two and a half, three months of talking about what's going on in the land of Colin and Villa house maintenance because you went from maintaining things and you know we've gone back to getting rid of the pergola cleaning up your your tree house doing your furniture etc and uh, the waterfall down the driveway that was one of my favorites that was a good one and and then in that whole process we talked about redesigning kitchens redesigning outdoors because you were going to move into this great place then it fell through then it kind of came back on then it fell through then you didn't have anywhere to live I'm sure as a therapist, you're supposed to be <laughs> making me feel better about the process that I've been through. However, that was just the most succinct and accurate Hold summation on, I've am, ever heard. I'm not done. You oh, had nowhere to go. live, at which point you're literally almost building yourself a doghouse in the back for you and Rolo. Colin Thomas, this is your life. <laughs> I'm going to jump off the building soon. Keep going, James. What and else have we got? Then, then, by just a fluke of cosmic nature... There you are talking with your online digital person saying, I need to move. And they and she says, I know someone who's moving. Makes a few phone calls. Next thing you know, you're the magician. You pull the rabbit out of the hat. The doghouse now is just for the dog, not for you. Mm-hmm. And your wife is thinking, hey, this might actually work. No, she wasn't thinking that. She's thinking <laughs> you're still an absolute idiot. <laughs> That's what she always thinks, and it's fine. But, but you have a place to live. Yeah, well, yes, we do. So hold on. So then you've got a plan, and that's where we picked up on our last podcast. You had this great plan that here's the timeline. I'm going to get the current tenants out. We're going to then move them. I'm going to move in the core stuff. Then we're going to have the kitchen redone. We're going to have ACs all looked at, especially your sons, to make yes. sure the ducks and things are done. Yep. We're going to do this water stuff. And... and Essentially, you're going to be able to move in and then over the next two, three, four, five weeks, finish everything else. Yes. So we pick up the saga of Colin Thomas, the DIY guru, uh, with <clears throat> the point where you should have moved into this place by now. And what did you discover in that process? Okay, so the theory, <laughs> I thought, was, was almost as exceptional as you're, you're, you're making out. I mean, the, it, the, practical the, side, the practical side of it was extremely complex on the basis that there was only supposed to be 12 hours between people moving out and us moving in. So we basically managed to... And this was Rick at MacPac. He was... Rick he was, was part of it, yes, without a doubt. We had, oh, we had 
people on site at one point. I think they have five different companies on site, including. Really? Uh, I had five We Will Fix It vans outside the party <laughs> at one time. So that, <laughs> what that were they itself doing? was turned... <laughs> air so conditioning. I had one on air conditioning. I had one uh, one DIY team. Yeah. I had two duct cleaners and one AC service. Okay. So um, all, all in one go. My boys, I've got to say, I don't normally big up my own teams too much, but they were exceptional. Wow. Without a doubt. I mean, I couldn't have asked for more for my boys. And they, they were incredible. So basically, everything went immaculately. The one thing that I knew was going to be difficult was the painting, to get the painting done at the same time as moving in. If you imagine if you've got painting going on, guys can't walk through that to be able to move things. So I wrote a priorities list (laughs) for the painters, uh, which was priorities in this order. All right, hold on. Number one, living area, dining area, stairway, and upstairs hallway. Actually, I'll forward this to you now. I forgot to send this to you. Um, And then... uh, Let's just forward that. I'm there looking, you go. I'm it's at with you now. Oh, I'm looking at all the different pictures around your place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, we're going to go through them all. So the reason for that was simple, which was those are the open areas yeah. where I, I need to walk through, if you can imagine, for uh, the, the moving guys. Right. Now, Rick's team at MacPack were absolutely awesome start okay, to finish so as they so always are. So big star, big check for that. That yeah. went according to plan. He got the other tenants out. He got your stuff in. Uh, Rick did an amazing job, <laughs> but unfortunately, the, the one mess up uh, had an ongoing effect on everybody. So Uh-oh. basically, we had this priorities list that basically uh, was arranged so that at the time when it was a two-day pack from the old house, yeah, with mornings when they'd be packing up, afternoons where it would be uh, delivered. I'd arranged with um, security to be able to do uh, late-night work, to be able to get the painting to go right the way through in two shifts overnight yeah. so that we could paint all of the areas that we needed to. It was bang on, in okay. theory. Because you had these guys going overnight. Like, these were your yeah. oh, painting yeah. dudes. This yeah, was yeah. going to be amazing. Yeah, double shift um, so that they, they literally would paint solidly. So yeah. what would normally take somewhere between seven and ten days, we were trying to do in two. Okay. And it was feasible, without a doubt. But... But they ignored the priorities list. Oh, no. So you didn't have a project manager on site. I couldn't because I was so busy trying to sort out lots no. of hassle with the uh, the wonderful landlord at the old place. Oh, no. Okay, hold on. Let's let's put the put the priority list product manager online. Okay. What happened with the old place? What happened with the landlord? You, you've done everything. You yeah. cleaned the ducts. You figured this guy was going to come in and, and bow at oh, your no, knees. Oh, no, no. I knew he was going to be in. <laughs> yeah. One of those. It's nice of you to bleep that yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he, he is still being. I mean, oh, it's, no. It's laughable. Um, but you've moved out. We've moved out. You know, I um, I had four cleaners there for, for four hours. So 16 hours worth of cleaning. So it was immaculate yeah. for him. And he still seems to think he can find a fault, which I'm gobsmacked at. But, you know, we're, we're coming towards Wh- the end of which, that. Which fault is he at now? Uh, well, now he's claiming that he gave me a new set of keys for everything. And I kind of reminded him that that was the previous tenant before us. And uh-huh. what he gave us was one Tupperware box full of keys, uh-huh. uh, the contents of which we never really used apart from a front door key. Yeah. Uh, which actually I changed on the day that, uh, that we moved in, as anybody would do. Um, and now he th- seems to think that, um, that that full set of keys was uh, was what he was due back, not what he actually gave us. Oh, dear. And he's holding on to everything as a result of that. So, so you need to get uh, your, your guy Hamid in to change all the locks on everything? I can do that. You know, yeah. we could do that and change everything, but I'm just not going to do that because okay. it's not right. So, so you've, just had, you've just had it at this I'm point. done. I'm yeah. absolutely done. And um, on that basis, we'll have a nice chat at Rear. That uh, will uh, okay. that'll be the way to deal with that one, I think. Yeah. Um, so he has another 24 hours to decide whether or not he wants to hold a gun to my head. If he does, I will pull the trigger for him. Yeah, okay. So can we, should we move on from okay, old so, property? So old property's done. So yes. the first challenge you came into is you had some basic painting. 
and you figured so just to keep people up to speed the kitchen and all that sort of stuff you were going to put the uh, a hot plate kind of thing in the hallway yes so that your wife could cook so they could do all the kitchen and, and change stuff but the general living area bedrooms would be ready to go yes exactly and those had to be repainted everything's been repainted okay. the only thing that hasn't been repainted yet is the kitchen right so we we worked it out so that on the the mornings they would be painting all of the communal areas in yeah. the afternoons where they're moving in we would time the right. the the, uh, the rooms that were being moved in so that, that way they avoided the painters who were painting those yeah. rooms so it, it worked plan. really well yeah however Uh-oh. unfortunately because they decided to do all of the individual bedrooms first uh-oh. Um, which was just quite something else. Why And why? What was their logic for that? No logic. We didn't oh. ever get to logic, unfortunately. And these are guys I've worked with for over yeah, a yeah, decade, yeah. so they know me inside out. They know it's my way or the highway. Yeah. Uh, so, so then at that stage, they were literally, when I got there, they were just on the second to last bedroom. Uh-huh. And hardly anything had been done on any of the communal areas that uh, the removers need to walk through uh, to be able to get anything to anywhere. So instead, I... So how did you manage that, that, that shock and awe of that moment? What was lots and <laughs> lots of expletives. There was no way around it. I lost my yeah. cool, to say the least, because I knew exactly what the knock-on effect was. Yeah. Um, and what had happened basically was the project manager that I normally use at the, uh, uh, the painting outfit obviously had something else on yeah. and decided to let his son manage it instead. Oh, no, without clear instruction on, son, this is what yeah, you need to do. Just didn't, it just didn't happen. If in doubt, call me and yeah. we can walk None through. None of that happened. Oh, and no. unfortunately, again, my own fault, I was too busy trying to deal with the old place because yeah. I, I wanted that deposit back um, and I shouldn't have. Um, and uh, Natalie obviously was uh, Rolo and the kids to look after at yeah. my mother-in-law, so she wasn't there either. So I did, I'd... Uh, I was unfortunate with that one. So what I actually did was I pulled my DIY team that were already um, helping with other bits and bobs yeah. in the old house. I got them to carry on with the bedroom painting because if you left it halfway ah, through, okay. it would have been a, a, a real mess. Yeah. I put the entire painting team and made him bring the rest of his guys to the communal area. So in the end, we lost five hours. Okay, that's, that's doable, though. Uh, no, because because you had this, hours, you, you had this on such a tight schedule. Yeah, and it, it would have worked. I'm, okay. I'm very clear it would have worked. The problem was <laughs> that uh, the does, wa- does Natalie agree? Oh, she knew it would work. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah she doesn't agree right. with that bit. I've got okay. to say, very little that we agree on, but actually we do agree. <laughs> um, but the problem was the timings of those five hours was yeah. between a one and six, Uh-oh. which was the move-in period day one yeah. um, for the. Well, it would have been uh, for what was it? It would have been living room, living room, kitchen, breakfast room. That was it. Living room, huh. kitchen, breakfast room, even though the kitchen was not physically being packed anyway. Right. So I had to keep, um, because it was a, a busy two-day pack, yeah. I needed to keep the uh, the moving teams moving. Right. And they had a full vehicle because they were doing it because it was only 300 yards. They were doing yeah. it with one vehicle, back and forward, back and forward. Okay. Did they have two, uh, a loading crew and an unloading crew, or they just oh, walked they had over? ten guys. They had loads okay. of guys. Okay. It was brilliant. Um, so instead, they had to f- uh, down a, put a load into the garage ah. and then get another load ready, so that same evening, to cover that five hours. So dump one load, go and reload the van so oh, that they were yeah, solid. Yeah. And then the mess-up happened because um, they then needed to unload both of those the next morning before they could reload the van again with the start of day two. Right. Which, um, something got lost in translation there, 
and uh, as a result, things didn't go quite where where we wanted them. But um, so that wasn't their fault. It was our mess up. Yeah. Um, if they'd have, uh, if we'd have stuck to the uh, the so schedule, five hours though, five hours caused that big of a balls up. Wow. Oh, it, it, I mean, literally, I, I, I knew the second I walked in, I knew that we we, we had a major major issue. Um, but we got there, okay. so we, we we moved in. Um, the kitchen and setup worked beautifully. Okay, so you got rid of every. So the big question in the kitchen was that island, because oh, that, there was an island in, and your yep, big fear was. was is the plumbing going directly where it should be, or are you going to have to take a you know a jackhammer to things? Yeah. And and you had all of the measurements and all of the cabinetry done at IKEA, Jebel Alley. Yep, the lady there was spectacular. Dana, incredible. Dana, and then you had the cabinet covers, uh, the the countertop yep. covers done. That guy was spectacular, but he couldn't do the final measurements until you had the cabinets installed. Exactly. So they you're right. So um, we'd minimized risk. So um, uh, to minimize risk, we made sure that, in effect, the new cabinets were going in exactly the, the same location right. with about five centi uh, of the old ones. We had one problem, which was as the old units got taken out, which was done at the speed of light, they did the entire kitchen cleanly in a day, wow. which they'd assume they'd need three to five, so they that's flew pretty, it. That's pretty impressive. Well, even You sent pictures of that, too, and it was, not only did they take the stuff out, they did it clean, like, as you they said, They did it cleanly. clean, but also tiles off the walls, and most importantly, the tile glue, which is what most people leave, yeah, but it yeah. means that you end up in all sorts of problems later on. They did the whole thing in a day. It was, wow. it was exceptional. That's uh, Jamera Carpenter. Okay. But those boys are artisans, you know, yeah. like, absolutely... Shout out to those guys. Wow, there's something else. Wow. They're not the cheapest in the market, but you no. can see why yeah. when you see the work that they do, which I, I really love. Um, so basically, we got that all all emptied. I had one leak. Obviously, they just disturbed one of the copper pipes on a okay. supply pipe. Quick call to Alex, my lead guy. Um, he was there 30 minutes to change it to PPR. Nice. Um, from copper, absolutely wow. fine. Didn't slow down the IKEA boys uh, whatsoever. So we are now at the stage of all of the units are in, uh, yeah. which is great. We have one cover panel missing, uh, which is being sorted this afternoon. Yesterday morning, uh, the guys came for the final measurements for uh, the worktop, so those are all being cut now. Anything unexpected with that, or all uh, no? Only only additional benefits. We'd originally planned to do a uh, a groove draining board yeah. actually um, uh, into the silestone itself, um, and he explained to us that actually, if you use the same runoff, which is a five mil runoff, yeah. but instead of just doing grooves, if the water doesn't get into a groove, it just sits there. Can you imagine? Yeah. So instead, what they do, or what they can offer now, is to, to basically create a, a, an entire graduated area wow. that goes down five mil. Yeah. Um, so it flows directly into the sinks that they've oh, stuck. That they've unstuck. Exactly. Really clever. Yeah. But it still looks really clean, which is the nice thing. Yeah. And what we wanted, that really kind of uh, clean look. So that not only the sink in effect is going to be into the, well, it, it's a kitchen island, but it's more of a table okay. more than anything that will sink yeah. six. So that was really critical for us to get that working well. And so far, it's been utterly immaculate. Really, really happy with that work. Nice. Yeah. So so then you've got some pictures of tile work outside. Now, this was one that I originally didn't plan to do quite uh -oh. this quickly. Uh -oh. um, but the opportunity was there. Why? What uh, happened? Because there was a gap. The same guys who I was using for um, the painting works, yeah. I've previously used the tilers. Oh, that's right. You mentioned this yeah, gentleman yeah. Yeah. who was painting, and he said, I can fix your fountain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fountain guy. So I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll, use, we'll use him. He's, he's irritated me on one job, so <laughs> I'm going to absolutely <laughs> nail him on the price of the next one, and he's going to accept it, which he did, bless him. <laughs> 
So what I actually did at that point was um, I wanted to change. All the tiles were totally smashed up. I don't yeah. know what happened to them over the years, but they is were it, in a real mess. Is it just mess. weather, or do you think they were dropping stuff on them, or bad tile? Because you can get t- cores and tiles, and those will cause cracking and they chipping. Are, I mean, they're, they're notorious. That particular tile is notorious in the Arabian mm-hmm. ranches for cracking, but I really think they went at it with a pneumatic drill or something <laughs> for the number that they managed to crack in this place. So um, it was it was something that had irritated me every single time I'd gone there. So yeah. I then decided, right, we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. Um, so Natalie and I went to um, to Dragon Mart. Actually, we went to other suppliers first, but yeah. just couldn't find something that we really liked. Um, and at the same time, I think I mentioned before that I've always really admired my brother-in-law's pool surround, yes. which is unpolished granite. Yes, and he had those rather big pieces of unpolished granite. Exactly. And you couldn't find the big ones. Yes, exactly. So... Um, at the same time, kind of in the background, we were looking at some um, other options as well. And Dragon and Mart is okay because a lot of times, and I'm, we I remember talk about we Dragon did, we Mart. had yeah. we had the whole conversation yeah, yeah. where the guy said it's the same product. Yes, yeah. Well, it's it's an interesting one that because um, there were a number of different elements going on there. First of all, when we looked at unpolished um, granite, we were getting quoted in the 150 to 170 range uh, per square meter, which is is crazy money. Crazy, crazy, crazy money. Um, And then I was also looking in the background at um, uh, whether or not silver travertine would be another solution as well, which was 250 to 280. Wow. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh my (laughs) God, I'm really in trouble here. Um, And then I found another product that, um, another. I guess it, it was marble, but it was a really unusual marble. It looked almost um, kind of like a light slate more than anything. Yeah. Um, that was at 75. And I thought, okay, we're getting into the right kind of area here. Yeah. And I was literally ready to press the button. But the guy just wouldn't trade with me. Really? And I understood his point. The reason yeah. was the rest of his shop he basically had uh, control of. Yeah. It was his own supply and he was wholesaling to other people. Yeah. But for these particulars, like floor, uh, four that he had on his floor, uh, that he literally was just reselling. It was coming okay. from somebody else. So his margins were, were right. wafer thin, which I understand. But it just got my goat, James, to be yeah, brutally honest okay. with you. So I was going to the uh, the cash point in Dragon Mart to finally go, you know what, you need to swallow your pride here. This is the the one that you have approved with Natalie. Yeah. And then I walked past another unpolished granite. But this time it looked thinner. It was Instead of being a 30 mil, it was, it was a 15. And that's okay. It's fine yeah. for um, unpolished granite. It's yeah. not if you had a ceramic tile, for okay. instance. Yeah. I wouldn't have done that. So... I thought, well, I'll just sit there and, and ask the guy, you know, for you know, 55 square meters, where are you at? And he started at 53. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> ooh. But the thing is, I'm on my own here. Yeah. You know, I'm taking a risk. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I sent the pictures. Did, did you start to sweat a little bit because you're thinking? Dripping, I was. Yeah, dripping. Yeah. I was <laughs> waiting for the, the COVID police. I really was. <laughs> Nothing to do with the heat. I was just, I can't handle this. She's got a baseball bat. So I said. And I imagine Natalie walking around with that the leather jacket of Negan and on her shoulder doing her, her best, uh, you know. It's, it's metaphoric. <laughs> I always know it's there. But bless her, she was incredibly supportive. Which she was just great. said, I love it. She said, you know, this is, this is what we originally had hoped for. And oh, it's good. cheaper than the other option, so go yeah. for it. And that's when I got really scared. You right, know? because is it, is it really going to be as intended? 
Yeah, well, obviously not. No, it's not. No. It never would be. <laughs> but it's the fact that she gave me an unequivocal... Uh, yeah. Yes. She gave you the green light. Exactly. Okay, well, I'm stuffed. That's <laughs> it. I'm in deep, deep trouble here. So I obviously took another 10, 15 pictures trying to get different lights, got him to move it inside, outside, backwards, forwards. She's still, she's still right. good. We're All still right. good. So I did it. Okay. I'm like, right, we'll get it ordered. 55 meters. 55 square meters, yeah. That's As you know, well, I went for 60... What I did in the end was I went for 62, 63. Um, and then on top of that, I got 36 r- what they call running meters. Um, 36 which is, running meters? What does yeah. that mean? So running meters are when you need to... You need to edge... Oh, um, because obviously okay. you, you're going to have a an uneven, I- uneven edge. So around yeah. around the edges, um, you basically put this, and mine was the nine centi with a curved edge yeah. on it, uh, which has worked out really, really well. Very happy with that. Um, and trying to get it cut by uh, the installer, uh, especially with marble, is really painful. Does the installer come from Dragon Mart, or do you have your own guy? Because no. you've got the guy who does yeah. the paint. I did the guy who the yeah. guy did the paint. Okay. okay. And he's okay with the marble? Because marble and well, tile Well, I didn't are really give him that option. Uh, okay, because marble and tile are very <coughs> different things. And They're much harder. And so granite. I mean, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. That's, that's a whole different saw system. Yeah, but he just didn't need to know that beforehand. <laughs> he just needed to deal with it, having dropped me in it. So on that basis, there was a bit of payback going on here, James, uh-huh. if I'm brutally honest with you, uh-huh. as he keeps telling me, oh, sir, uh, I've gone through so many, so many cutting this. I'm like, really? Yeah, I knew that. I knew that was going to happen. Um, so, His margins are gone. He's oh, ruined the day that he, he didn't follow your painting instructions. Well, no, no. He, unfortunately, it's a two-stage process, so he's just giving me the quote for the next stage, and he's, he's trying to get it all back. So, <laughs> We've got uh, so that's all arrived, and um, the the big problem was those old tiles. So it's already delivered. This this whole granite is delivered. I'm I am um, I, they've probably installed. I think wow, maybe forty five square meters of it already. Okay, that's in, that's incredible. But if you imagine, we had two days that all it was was pneumatic hammer. Oh, I can imagine your neighbors must be loving you. Oh well, I yeah yeah we we haven't met, and I thought <laughs> yeah. that wasn't the moment to go around and say hello. Um, so, what time, I, what time did they start at, and what time did they finish at? Uh, about eight till five. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, it wasn't that horrific. Um, and but it's just that in you know constant. It was driving us up the wall as well. To be fair, so in the end, I, I shipped off the family to the one and only. It's the best way, and uh, I stayed for one day of it, and then came back just to kind yeah. of finish it off. Um, but. Uh, it's it's incredible. I'm so happy with it. Um, when it arrived, Natalie obviously said, that's way too light. Yeah. It's going to happen, uh-huh. isn't it? Uh-huh. We knew that was going to happen. Uh-huh. I'm like, fine. Uh-huh. So I then poured some water on it, knowing full well it would go suitably dark. And said, oh, no, no, that's fine now. Right, so keep all of the um, the marble wet from now on, because <laughs> that's logical, <laughs> isn't it? So, um, but no, it's doing exactly what we wanted. Okay. Now, the pr- so that's 55 square metres, which covers the uh, the walkway from the front door. Uh, which actually we've stuck four uh, four lights into that walkway as well. Oh, nice! Um, very very happy with that. That's that's really cool. Uh, then in the back area, <laughs> in the back area, we've also got um, like two covered walkways as well, which have been done, and uh, we are now looking at another two areas. So we've got to create some kind of pergola, which is going to go. Um, right. uh, and again, I'm going to use the same marble throughout now. Oh, okay. I've got such a crazy price on it. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> so that's going to be there. And then we're going to have some decking um, uh, alongside the pool, uh, which is going to go just in front of that. And then we have a dining area as well, um, which is, again, I, th- I think I'm going to go with the same one, um, assuming that it gets um, 
final signed off from nice. her who must be uh, must be obeyed. So I've got another 65 square meters to do. Wow. Um, and that's all going to need a cement base. Oh boy. Yeah. So the contractor who I've just stuffed on the little job uh, has come back to me with basically. So for 55 square meters, it was X amount. Yeah. For 65 square meters, it is 4X. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you got the concrete base. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's where he came in. I'm like, I know how much concrete costs. <laughs> don't don't stop me. I know how much concrete costs. He's like, yes, but I use so much tile glue on this job. No, Jeremy, see, you just you just let go there. You're trying to get your margin back. I've got you pegged. So uh, I'm going to competitive quote this one uh-huh. and um, uh, and see where we get to uh, to see whether or not um, I am getting uh, slightly inflated prices on that one. All right. So we'll have to see where where it goes. But it's. Um, you know, it's, it's a fun project. Yeah. It is wearing us slightly thin in uh-huh. terms of our mental state, which is something people need to think about. Uh, how, yeah, well, that, and I think, you know, the, the timing of everything, there's a lot of stuff going on at the same time and ongoing jobs. So is, is, is cooking still happening in the hallway? So what we did there was um, we picked up one of the IKEA kitchen islands, okay. um, which is stunning actually really happy with it it's kind of gray gray color you can sit both sides of it right. but we've put them up against uh, it up against a wall um which is kind of the uh, the speedy base okay so breakfast and um lunch sandwiches yeah. that kind of thing can be done there just on a hot plate if you're cooking anything or um no well no we have a separate kitchen that we've created oh, in okay. the spare bedroom downstairs oh, okay because you, you you were just going to do everything in the hallway with yes it. yeah well no that changed when okay. uh, well, that changed. Natalie changed that actually mid-move. Yeah. Come to think about it, when we couldn't get the uh, um, the the fridge, we she originally wanted to change it so that we made that downstairs bedroom the entire kitchen. Right. And then we couldn't get the fridge through the door. I mean, it is got it's nine hundred ninety liters. Wow. I think it's a monster. I love it. That's big. Yeah, she says it's just disgusting. She <laughs> said when I brought it home, that's disgusting. We're never going to fill that, <laughs> and it's full. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> um, but it, we, it won't fit through the door. Yeah. So on that basis, that one then had to go into the hallway area, which yeah. was when we decided to um, to move that kitchen island alongside it. So we've got those kind of working well together. Yeah. But in that room, we've got a George Foreman grill, a microwave, a slow oh, cooker, yeah. and um, kettle. So we've oh, got good. enough to get us uh, to get us by probably for the next, I think, ten days before we'll be uh, all done. The kitchen's fully operational. All right. Uh, what else? Uh, the air conditioning. How? Oh. So what? What was? I mean, you already taken a little bit of look. You said there were some leaks and things. Yes. How were the ducts? How were the coils? Were you surprised or? Were you literally going, hey, this isn't as bad as I thought it would be? Um, oh, good question. We were expecting it to be bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what and you'd it say. was. Oh, um, really? But it wasn't horrific. Um, let's put it, it was it was as expected in many ways. So we managed as part, and this is within the 48 hours of moving, yeah. we managed to do a full seven-unit AC service, wow. a seven-unit duct clean, two coil cleans, and also, I changed the two main downstairs units to Ecobee smart thermostats as well. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty big. Well, it's not something we don't do um, that, that install, actually, as a company. But I know, um, I know my <laughs> boys can. Yeah. So uh, I'd had one on trial um, yeah, yeah. from a project. Oh, I think I talked about it yeah, last yeah. year. Well, I really, I really liked it. So on that basis, I, I, I grabbed another one and um, got both of those fitted uh, okay. at the same time. So it's a fair bit of work, that. I mean, to give you a rough idea, that would be roughly three, 
yeah, four man, uh, fourteen days to get that done. Wow. Um, so that was a fair, fair amount of work to put into that. And then, night before last, Uh-oh. master bedroom failed. What? Oh, are you kidding? How can that be? Yeah, well, it's it was literally just um, a, a fluke that the capacitor was um, was on its way out. Mm. It went. Um, so, you know, if, if a capacitor's going to go, it makes sense to look at your wiring. It wasn't perfect, so we changed it anyway, which is a standard thing that we would do. Yeah. Uh, so we're back up and running, but um, as ever, our master bedroom must be at below Baltic. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a constant battle just trying to keep an AC that's capable yeah. of doing that um, uh, every night, uh, you know, no matter what the outside temperatures are. So it, it's one of those where that unit will always be problematic for us. Yeah. I think a lot of people have master bedrooms with that problem. I think our master bedroom is always the same thing. It's it's keeping that machine working well. Yes, is is a battle. Yeah. Well, again, if you aren't servicing them on a really regular basis, then yeah. they will cause you problems, especially on older properties. Yeah. Uh, if you imagine that that uh, that unit has been operable, admittedly with plenty of spare parts, I'm sure, yeah. for 15 years now. Yeah. Well, on that basis, <laughs> there's there's no way that it's going to be as reliable as it was. So the only way of dealing with it is to make sure that you um, that you, you you keep it in as a good condition yeah. as you possibly can. And that's you know that's that whole message: keep servicing your conditioning units because they'll only fail when you really need them oh it's always the way isn't it there's no yeah. way around it it just tends to be the uh, the scenario but uh, so what's left what, what what's oh, oh god the list is so, so what's left and, and are there any other any other snags that you see in in the future or is it, it looking the like snag list. didn't i send you the snow i think i did I think I did send you the snag list. My snag list is, is, and that isn't just the kind of pre-seed edition. Oh, here we go. So I have got, okay, so I've got a fan speed issue in both the breakfast room and now actually the living room. So the physical fan needs to be turned down. I'm looking at your list here. Yeah, the shoe cupboard. Ah, now here you go. Are you ready for this? You know how you said DIY guru? Yeah. No, I messed up royally yesterday. Uh-oh. What'd you do? So I was drilling in the, uh, which is an easy job, drilling in the uh, the shoe cupboard um, to the wall because it, yeah. it's a very a very tall unit. Yeah, you don't want it to fall down. No, absolutely not. And then I just was, I don't know what I did, but I just leaned on one of the supports that goes across the front of it and snapped it in half. What? I know, stupid <laughs> rookie error. I was so angry at myself. And it was at that moment that Natalie, bless her, pipes up with, you know what, I've never really liked that unit anyway. <laughs> So there's me planning on a nice little repair that nobody will ever see. And just, no, I never really liked that unit anyway. So instead, she's like, well, no, what I really want is is one of those chests that the kids can sit on. So with a seat, uh, yeah, yeah. kids can sit on and get their shoes on ready for school. And I said, okay, that's logical. I wasn't, yeah. you know, I was... It was one of those. And um, so we then started looking online. Could we find a good one? <laughs> no. Nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. I could find storage. Ikea? There's nothing in Ikea? No. Look there. I've looked everywhere, actually. There's um, there's plenty of storage boxes yeah. w- where we could get a, uh, a cover made over the yeah, top. Yeah. But apparently that's not acceptable because then the shoes all get damaged from uh, being right. around one another. I mean, I never even got that far but apparently <laughs> this is what is required so now i don't know what the plan is at this stage but um i will get told okay it's simple as that so that's that one um what else what have we got uh, i have got um, six lampshades to go up downstairs yeah i think that's now 10 10 yeah 10 lampshades that need to be done okay. uh, now here's a classic one so this property is 15 years old uh-huh okay it's got the original sanitary wear um, in about actually it's about three different bathrooms okay. and they got the hot and cold the wrong way around <laughs> so for the last what? 15 years <laughs> hot and cold have been the wrong way around I'm like why what, what? what's going on here 
<laughs> so to the right should always be cold, to the yeah. left should always be yeah. hot. No. Yeah. I walked in and I went, no, 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 no. So that one needs some, needs redoing. Um, it, it, but how would that, I guess they just moved in and said, okay, well, that's how it works. And we'll, we'll I think people kind of, it, when you're renting a property, especially, I and mean, we've yeah. signed up for a very, very long-term deal, but um, when people are renting a place, they think about it very differently. Right. I don't. I think about it of, this is my long-term home, and therefore I want it right, without yeah. a doubt. And I'll make a, you know, the financial side is always geared to make sure that I'm able to so, do that. So here's actually a good question, you know, and sort of pause all those stuff. Yeah. Dan... Your partner, business yes. partner, he bought his place. Clever man. You're renting. Yes. Why haven't you bought in all the time that you've been here? Uh, lots of different reasons. Um, I think life stage is probably the biggest okay. difference. I, I had a family and kids much earlier than Dan did. Okay. And the commitments that we decided to make were to education and to space right. um, much earlier. Dan um, made exactly the right decision, the ideal decision, which was, we can save up and live in a really small rented place until we have the money to be able to buy. So I didn't. I went the other way at it, mm. um, which, I, you know, with hindsight, I, I think I'd probably do the same thing again, but yeah. I kind of didn't. Um, it's not the ideal way of doing things. So it's, it's inter interesting when we talk about buying and renting because I've, I've known small business owners who've, who've had actually very mm. good businesses. Yeah. They all rented. They never, none of them owned. Even oh, uh, no, I'd, I'd, I'd buy in a heartbeat. Okay. But the problem is now my, well, en my entry point is quite high because we're yeah. used to a certain size of property. Yeah. Well, I, I, so. I should say that one of those folks did own. And then as life changed, so kids moved, they yep. downsized. So they actually sold. And that's when they went into a, a rental property. And then they sold their business. So it was kind of like, hey, you know what? This all kind of worked on a plan. So. I'm, I've got every confidence in the Dubai market. Now yeah. would be a, an absolutely wonderful time to buy. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, we've, we've got we've got yeah. other commitments. And I guess that's a that's a big one, isn't it? That what commitments do we have, and, yeah. and how are we pushing? All right, so let's keep moving forward on your list here. That's a good question. So that that but that is something that the reversing. Who, what kind of plumber would have the hot and cold reversed? Well, <laughs> a not very clever one, to be uh, yeah. brutally honest with you. Uh, then the master bathroom is quite a classic. Um, <laughs> there is the the roof, the ceiling is all over the place, and the tiles are yellow because oh, uh, no, they've never no. been replaced. Oh, no. But also, there's leaks that are coming through. I need to stick a, um, a one-way vent into um, the extraction okay. uh, unit. Obviously, the one that was originally integrated into the fan itself has failed because I'm getting humidity issues oh, around no, that. No. So that needs dealing with. So how do you, wh what is that going to run into? Into the, into the extraction for the air so conditioning? The main, no, no, no. It, it, so it will go, it goes to the outside of the building, yeah. um, but it, it's just the straight, the straight extractor for, okay. for a bar bathroom and um, but what's quite clear is it's letting air go in the opposite direction yeah, yeah. so that humid air is hitting the baltic air from uh, from the bedroom <laughs> yeah. and it's just creating massive amounts of condensation every morning yeah no so good. i need to fix that one it's an easy fix it's just again one of the one on the list to do um kitchen still needs to be painted and tiled i've got the tile so that needs to go in uh -huh. um and then we've got all the plumbing works to happen for uh, for the kitchen as well which we can do uh, as soon as the worktops go on yeah and that should be pretty easy you said the island was yeah we, we've got that bang on okay famous last words get ready for this one <laughs> next episode so then colin did the plumbing in the kitchen go according to plan no 
<laughs> this is going to be a standard now, isn't it? So then, Colin, you're now at the end of the project because we got to the end of your list. No, James, there's a new list that's three times as long. This is how DIY always goes, it's, isn't you know, it? But it's it, if you you you've got a great plan, and I think that's the once you've <gasps> got a plan, you can duck and dive with it. I just remembered Uh-oh. I didn't explain that shot to you. No, what right, is that? So this is what it looks like is um, like a, a a spreader joint that has um, come loose. What that actually is is the connection point on my electric garage door that I spotted this morning has basically delaminated from the door itself and is just holding on to the upper spreader bar that's also coming away from the door. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, to explain to anybody listening, the reason that's lethal is at any moment, because it's already flexing, it could drop the entire door. So I spotted this as I was leaving this morning. (laughs) And all I could do as I was driving away was quickly call Natalie and say, whatever you do, Get everybody away from that door if you really must use your car today, <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll have to deal with it. But that's going to be yeah, that's quite that's, a tricky job to sort out pretty, as well. That's pretty impressive. Like it, it is really pulling away. Yeah, I know. Well, it's literally it's pulled away from uh, the main structure of the door now. Yeah, and all it is attached to is the metal bar that's on the top of the top lip of the door. Yeah, I mean it, it literally. <laughs> Natalie was like, "What have you moved me into?" I get that a lot. The what have you moved me into? You said it was all going to be X, Y, and Z. No, I said it was going to take some time, babe. But um, so we're still at that stage. You know, okay. when you've got a new property, that's the thing. Yeah. With it, that it takes time. It will take us a year to get reliability into this place. Now, and that's uh, what, always been the way. What is your deadline for not living in a work? environment for for natalie what are what are we looking at i want to just keep going on all of the elements so i always want something going on so that that way we can see progress and we're not wasting time because if you imagine if you have space between projects it's not like you can yeah. sit there and relax you're just mid project yeah so my aim is to keep going keep the projects uh, running and, and running as uh, many concurrently as we possibly can how's the outdoor irrigation looking Terrible. Uh-oh. Uh, so we've got leaks in the front garden. I mean, this is the oddest system ever. <laughs> because I found the pump and I found literally probably ooh, four meters of exposed um, uh, piping. Uh-huh. Normally, exterior, and it's only drippers because at the moment it's fake grass, which will be yeah. turning back anyway. But um, it, it's, what, <laughs> they seem to have buried it for some reason. <laughs> I'm absolutely lost by this. And there are wet marks all over the stone front garden. Huh. Yeah, exactly. Huh. But because it's not exposed, the only way of dealing with this would be to um, isolate it and put new in. I mean, right. I can't see a way around yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, that's what we're going to have to do. Um, but it, it, it's just a pain. So I don't know whether I'm about to walk into an atrocious dewer bill, which is the That'd real be- worry. You never know, and it's that time of year too, right? With the AC working hard, water going. But new place as well. Yeah, new place. Which is the real difficulty. So I don't know how much of an issue I've got with that, but I'm literally working through all of the individual elements right yeah. now. That one has just gone, uh, going to have to wait for a bit until we've got time to get that what, one what's the too. What's the plan for turning the artificial turf back into grass? So if you imagine the... Um, the next stage of getting the concrete bases in and the additional granite um, areas organized, some of that is going to impinge on the, uh, the current fake grass. So I think we're going to try and temporarily use some of that grass to mask some of the areas that okay. we're paving that we're yeah. removing um, because I think the, the move from artificial back to 
original uh, standard grass is going to have to be the last thing. Yeah, because otherwise it'll just get destroyed. And But you got the Rolo factor as well. Yeah, we have got the Rolo factor. He's totally bemused. He can't understand <laughs> what fake grass is. He knows it doesn't feel right, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, and he knows something is not right about it, but he's not really worked out what yet. Uh-huh. So he knows he doesn't really want to um, wee or poo on it. Uh, which is difficult because that's pretty much all he's got. Um, but he's just bemused by it. And I'm not sure he doesn't get a little bit static. Cause he, he, he kind of <laughs> looks a little bit more aerated by the time he comes back in. Well, it must be hot too on his paws. Well, we're, we're careful with that, okay. um, without a doubt. So we try and keep him to shady areas during yeah. the day. Um, but again, he, he's, he's one of those dogs that just is, everything is a bundle of fun. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter what is going on. He will find his own entertainment and mischief. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's one of the wonderful things about him that drives us up the wall. You know what? I, I think we've got a lot more to talk about, but we're I think next next podcast we'll get back in with the ten minutes with Colin. Oh yes. I think we gotta do that next podcast. And of course we'll follow up on where you are now. Well it's great <laughs> to be at the road this week, so I've got the feeling we'll be in my asylum next week. <laughs> It's, uh, it's the way this is going. Oh, I can man. see that this is the whole aim is to push me over the edge. And you know what? It's going to be very fun going there. <laughs> and on that note, let's wrap another We Will Fix It podcast with Colin Thomas from We Will Fix It Dubai. An essential maintenance Dubai. And you, we, we do this every other week or so and get together and talk DIY. And for the last few, it's been all about the moving. Ah, if you want to find out more about us, easy. K. Dot com. Get us on the socials, Podaholics. And of course, if you want to find out more about DIY from Colin, we will fix it in Essential Maintenance Dubai. Very simple. Look him up. Get in touch. And you know what? We'll be doing this all again real soon. We're coming to you this week from the lobby of the Rove Hotel downtown in Dubai. Talk to you soon. This is Podaholics and the We Will Fix It show. <laughs> <laughs>